Woods. No. What's up, Brewskies? <laughs> My name is Marco Dupa. That guy right there, that's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Tonight's brew is from the Tactical Brewing Company. It's their Owls Aren't Real. And Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap? I just have to talk about this. I mean, I don't know what I'm turning the podcast into, but I have to talk about this celeb drama. <laughs> the uh-huh. fucking has taken the internet by storm, uh-huh. and probably by next week it'll be over with. Sure. Taking Marco by storm. It's definitely taking me by storm. Yeah. This, this, this insane storyline uh, on the set of Don't Worry Darling, Olivia Wilde's new movie, this 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 love triangle, this drama, this it's just it's got it's got everything. It really does, yeah. I've been loosely following. You've been following it far, far <laughs> more uh, uh, strictly than I have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I'll catch you and everybody else up Thank who you. is uh, curious about this. Yeah. We also have news from PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan Jim talking Ryan. that ish, talking that ish. Uh, as we've known for a while. PlayStation uh, did not get the rights to Call of Duty. Microsoft did that uh, with the acquisi- or acquisition of Activision. Nice. Um, I might have to put that in a run. It's free. It's yours. <laughs> Thanks. So uh, we're going to get into his exact quotes and what he discussed with Game Biz. Ooh. And then what was the last thing? GameIndustry.biz, excuse me. Let me get my yeah, sources, get sources right. straight. Sources, trust uh, me, bro. We also have uh, nerd drama. <laughs> <laughs> that old nerd drama. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you can't uh-huh. get away from it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh-huh. If you guys have been uh, keeping up with some of the new fantasy shows that have come out, you'll probably see that uh, fantasy, racism, kind of go hand <laughs> in hand at this point. And so we're going to get into that with the new Lord of the Rings show, The Rings of Power, the Amazon exclusive that everybody has been salivating over, waiting uh, uh, for the fucking... There's a phrase. I'm not going to save you. I spaded... You know Tooth what? and I, 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 Yeah, you, fuck, fuck you. Tooth <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about that. Hand and foot. Hand and foot. Hand over, hand over uh-huh. fist. They've been waiting hand over fist. Yes. All right, let's get into this motherfucker. This is episode 368 of the One Beer In podcast. Ah, that was good. with two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us as i said i am marco dupa and that is adam obesius rodriguez yeah and now without further ado obi if you would please tell me and the people a little bit more about what we are drinking i would love to uh we currently have the owls aren't real from tactical brewing in collaboration with miami's own unseen creatures oh 
collabby. Uh, yeah. A little, little collabby. Yes. It is a dry hopped sour ale Ooh. with papaya, apricot, vanilla, aged on white oak, dry hopped with Ella and laurel. <sighs> um, this one comes in at 6 point, or 6% ABV. Uh, does not have a cold read, unfortunately. But I will tell you what they say on Tactical's own Instagram. Uh, it goes as follows. Owls aren't real. In collaboration with our friends at Unseen Creatures Brewing, we brewed up this exquisite dry hop sour ale. We dry hopped the sour base with Ella and Laurel, then added a balance of papaya, apricot, and vanilla. We then aged it on white oak. So, it is available currently at Tactical and will be available in Miami uh, at Unseen Creatures uh, soon as of 826, so it may be available right now. Yeah. Well, I think we have to just kind of start acknowledging the fact that, like, we're going to get less cold reads more than we're going to get them, right? We're, you know I guess mean? so. Like, we just we get into this point where, like, every time it's, like, either a small one, we have to look it up, or there's not none at all. Yeah. Not none. That's not none. Negative. Ain't none. Ain't none. Also, it's fewer, not less, Marco. Fewer what? Fewer Shut cold up. reads. <laughs> I think you're correcting my grammar on this. I'm sorry. Have to. It's my job. Is it? Yeah. Do you know what I'll do to you? Nice thing. Nice. Yeah. Very nice thing. You wish, buddy. All right. Let's get into this bitch, right? Right. 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 First things first. Let's just get this celeb drama out of the way. So you guys can. Okay. <laughs> I just want to knock this out. We don't have to spend too much time on it, but it is compelling. It's the most compelling thing I have in my life right now. <laughs> it's all I have. All that's keeping you going. It's the only thing that keep that's keeping me breathing. So apparently this movie, Don't Worry Darling, mm-hmm. from the start has been rife with controversy. Just busting at the seams with drama. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we heard, which was a little while ago, which was that Shia LaBeouf was originally the cast. LaBeouf? The Beef. The Beef. Shia the Beef. Shia the Beef. He was originally cast in the Harry Styles role, and uh, it was purported that he was fired because he was difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. And because Olivia Wilde is this big feminist and she took the side of women. And I think all that I think jazz. the quote was along the lines of she wanted to make sure that her actors were safe. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that was a lie. <laughs> that was a lie. And Shia, yeah. Shia came with those receipts. He did. And he uh, he he basically uh, posted a video of Olivia, which, by the way, I don't know why you would ever record a video of yourself. And send as a reply. That's an insane thing to do. Maybe a, maybe like a voice memo or voice recording sure. through text. I could see that. Sure. You're driving or whatever. But I would never. Who, who What kind of psychopath? Couldn't tell you. Records a video of themselves. Maybe. Unless unless Shia scream. But even then. <clears throat> but you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, if, like, if I sent you. If I was, if we were like, it would have to be like a FaceTime. You can screen record to FaceTime, mm-hmm. but that wasn't a FaceTime. That was like her just talking to him through this video, right? So, yeah. I mean, maybe it was a FaceTime and he just like cropped out 
his dumb face just going, <laughs> but for all intents and purposes, it looks like she just sent, sent a, video. a video, sent a selfie video, which if that's the case, she's a psycho. Is there like a, a like celebrity exclusive or like rich people exclusive app? Like a that, social that media they, they app communicate? Uh, that they can communicate with I know that with? they have their own uh, dating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raya or Rava or something like that. Right. Yeah. We wouldn't know. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Not yet, anyway. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe. But do you think that's what they do is just send Video. videos to They're each so other? They're so vain. They need to see each other's faces all right. the time. Or their own faces. Or it's cameo and they just have to pay for it every <laughs> yeah. time they have any kind of uh, discourse. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so she sends video of herself basically saying the exact opposite of what was reported, which was she is literally begging him to come back to set and putting all the drama on Miss Flo, quote unquote, Florence Pugh, the star of the movie, who, by the way, how dare you, <laughs> Olivia Wilde? How dare you? Yeah. And rude. Rude. And the video basically, yeah, it incriminates her for uh, she was not trying to create this safe environment. She was trying to get everybody on the same page, and she wanted Shia LaBeouf in this movie. Sure. That's number one. Number it was, two. It was a scheduling thing, right? He's, well, he quit. I don't know why. His, his story. Okay, this is the one element I picked up. Okay. So I think we're fitting the pieces together here. Perfect. Um, he claimed and i think the um i think the text messages may have supported this um but he claimed that the reason he he didn't accept the role was because they wouldn't have enough time to run through lines and he felt rushed in 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 the role in the process so he said thanks but no thanks Mm. Mm. okay yeah sure well, uh, if that's the case, then again, still doesn't paint her in a very no, no, no. It, it's incriminating even more so. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you know, I, I, mind you, well, she said that he's unprofessional and and like it sounds like he wanted to be like even more professional. Like he wanted to run the lines. He wanted to learn the movie and yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say though. I don't know about you, but I, I haven't kept up of my Shia LaBeouf drama. I have. Okay. Well, good. I haven't. I, I, I've tuned out to Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I, I, I don't know anything. Yeah. I recently caught up. Did not know he was problematic. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Problematic <laughs> lot, is an understatement. A lot happened that I did not know about. <sighs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so. that guy, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, listen, this isn't a, a, a Shia LaBeouf uh, support group by by no means. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> he was wronged in this instance, sure, but, sure. I mean, he's not going to get an invite on this podcast anytime soon. Yeah, we're not we're not as good as John Bernthal. So no, 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 no. I did listen to that entire podcast, though. It was an interesting listen. Uh, that's where I caught up on a lot of the, <laughs> the yeah. stuff going on. I'd like to from, I mean, I, from the horse's mouth. I'll definitely listen to it. I like John Bernthal. Me and too. I like what I, he's I done with love this John show. Bernthal. Yeah. I, 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 he, I've, I've bought season passes to John Bernthal. Word. I hope American Gigolo is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks good. Yeah. So I, I, I listened to it. I've caught up on my Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, backstory here. I would understand why. 
she would not want to invite him on such a picture. But it sounds like and looks like from all the evidence, that's not the case. Right. She's just trying to save face. Right. So she also, I don't know how you do this, but uh, she cheated on one of America's sweethearts. One of, one of, the, one of the good white ones. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Sudeikis and her were married. Son of a bitch. And and she could she broke old Jason's heart. <sighs> Cheated on him with Harry Styles of all people. Younger, British, pop star. Yeah, let's get the singer. Blah. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie. I I liked Harry Styles. I liked Harry Styles. Thought you know. I'm I'm I am getting just as tired of him as everybody else is. They yeah. called what he's doing queer baiting. Sure. And yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. as well versed into that, but as 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 far as I know, it appears that he is a straight white male gallivanting as uh, a queer person and uh a lot of a lot of people in the community are not happy with a person who basically just apes on their culture, hmm. but then turn around and is just like a cis white, sure, you know, and yeah. and and you know, so it, it yeah, I mean, if it does kind of like he's real cagey about his sexuality, which we don't owe he doesn't no, owe no, us no, that answer not. or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. But well, the inverse, like you know, you fucking walking around wearing dresses and shit and just fucking and he kissed a guy and it's just like. I guess that guy was Nick Kroll. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But, I mean, it's just shit Some like that. Guy, it's like, all right, Nick man. Kroll. All right, buddy. All right. Yeah. We get it. People are getting tired of him is what I'm saying. Sure. I mean, And that's just a that's a symptom of being in the limelight too much at this point. Because this yeah. is coming off of a, a big album from him. And yeah. yeah. So he's been in, in the headlines and in the zeitgeist for, I mean, almost the entire year at this point. Yeah. But anybody who's saying like, like he's in this movie, and I mean people have been showing like clips of of his acting. It's not it's not very good. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, not not. I'm not going to judge his entire performance sure. off those clips. Just clips on on Twitter. Yeah, we're but not, I, I think we can judge his performance in Dunkirk, right. which was like okay, it was fine. Yeah, it was serviceable. Sure. He did what he was supposed to do. But like yeah. to watch that movie and to think like, oh yeah, this guy deserves a starring role in a, in another movie. Like, ah, yeah, I don't see that. Was he, do we know if we, he was cast before they had a relationship or was it in the throes of that? I think that it was in the middle of filming, filming the movie that they hooked this, up. I don't think that, I don't think that it was a thing of like, uh, well, nepotism is family, but but you know what I'm saying. Like I don't think she gave him the role because of that. Ohana is family. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> threw me off. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It, it wasn't nepotism, but similar. Whatever. The, whatever the word. Whatever of the equivalent yeah, of yeah, like yeah. a sexual relationship. Sure. And uh, okay, so he's in the movie. Apparently, uh, Flor- I- I'm going to stop eating up time explaining this, but <laughs> Florence Pugh's friends with Jason. Is this a Jason- one reel in? Yeah. <laughs> of a yeah, movie we a celebrity seen. drama? Yeah. We'd start doing one reel ins like uh, fucking Entertainment Weekly or Entertainment Tonight. Uh-huh. Florence Pugh is friends with Jason Sudeikis. So when she found out that this whole 
uh, tryst was happening. She was not happy. So mm -hmm. after that is when the whole thing kind of went cold. Okay. So they finished filming the movie. Florence has decided, I'm not going to promote this. To yeah, I'm, I'm done yeah. with this. As soon as we debut this at fucking Venice, that's it. I'm fucking done with this shit. Yeah. I'm going to. She's in the new uh, Dune sequel. Sure. And so yeah. she's like, I, I have scheduling conflicts. And it's like. Timothy Chalamet is like fucking surfing my, and shit. And my tummy hurts. Yeah, exactly. I can't so we, we, show up. We know what it is. She's done with it. She wants to yeah. put the whole thing behind us. What a good friend. So now you fast forward to the Venice premiere of the movie, which it got a five minute standing ovation. I feel like every movie gets a standing ovation, though. Well, to your point and to the tune of a 39 percent on Rotten Tomatoes currently. Well, as of this recording. So the movie, by all accounts, is not good. And it got a five minutes. All of those, yes, like you said, they always debut to. If if yeah. they don't debut to people walking out like a fucking. Uh, 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 Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Booing. Pulp Fiction. Or I was I was trying to think of the, the guy who made uh, um, Necromaniac, uh, Lars. Von Trier. Von, yeah. Yeah. People walk out of his movies yeah. or. They stand there and just clap for... Dude, there's no way you're getting more than 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm not standing up for five minutes clapping. Yeah. Except for I, Brendan Fraser. I, that's tough. <laughs> I ha I'd have to be sitting next to him yeah. and, and would feel guilty not... You have to be not, making eye contact with him yeah. as he's crying. And yeah. then to be like, oh, I can't... Because otherwise, I can't sit I'm down. sitting back down. I'll clap for five minutes. Yeah. I'm not going to stand there just like... Uh, yeah. Sure, sure. You did see that clip, though. Of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah just want to yeah, make yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Made me get me the feel goods. Broke my heart. You know. You gotta yeah. love Brendan Fraser. I love that he's getting um he's getting good press for the movie. Yeah. You know. So that's good. Apparently he it's a really good performance. Mm -hmm. I read one review. Doesn't matter. I, <laughs> I mean, I was gonna go. I was gonna pick. Sure. It's getting review, like eighties. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's good. Not. Great. His performance right. is fantastic. Yeah, right. Transcended. Sure. So I think what we're looking at right now is Austin Butler for Elvis, Brendan Fraser you, for The Whale. Did you see Elvis? I have not seen it. I saw Elvis. And? Do you think he deserves an Oscar nomination? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Briefly. <laughs> Mediocre movie yeah. with a great performance. Another okay. another Joker, if uh, you will. Yeah, you know? dude, we were talking about the Joker yesterday, my staff outing, mm -hmm. and uh, um, one of the people that I work with, shout out Jess, she was like, the the like the point of the point of the movie is like it, it shows that this could be anybody, okay. right? Any yep. any person could could become. We're all one bad day away from becoming the Joker. Right. And because my whole thing was I was going on this rant about just like it's a it's not a good movie. Uh -huh. Everything that we basically said about it on the show. Sure. And all those feelings just got like ramped up you again. Just, you play the podcast for her. I could. I could have just sat yeah. there and just like let our discussion yeah. take hold. But yeah, no, it's just interesting when you talk to people who are like, no, no, no. I thought it was like I understood. You know, I read it differently because mm -hmm. all of us were sitting there talking about it and like read it differently yeah which is just it's just one of those it's just an interesting thing where you're like sure i i todd phillips to me he's saying something different than to what he was to to what other people's perception of it was mm -hmm. i still don't fucking like it it's a bad movie but yeah 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 
I will say I, I think that Elvis is a mm, they're Elvis and Joker are both well made movies. Mm. They look good. They are edited they smell decently. Good. Smell good, feel good. Yeah. Um but specifically Elvis is too long. Yeah. Too long has issues with <laughs> honestly Tom Hanks, his performance not the best. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just too long. But the performance, Austin Butler's performance, very good, very very good. Okay, I think it's worth watching for that. Okay, and it, you know, the tunes are good too. But it's it's uh, it is exactly what you think it is as far as a biopic, a music biopic. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna keep making those movies, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's satisfying. It's you know, it it's nice. You get. It, it's essentially a musical in a way. Mm. You get all the moments of Elvis's life, and it's it, it has some really anarchistic or not anachronistic. anachronistic. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Yeah, uh, 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 shots and like it is. It's so weird and and funny without trying to be mm. that I appreciate it a little bit more than I appreciate Joker. Joker felt a bit safer of a movie to me <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So I I like it. I like it. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I think you should watch it. It's just not the movie itself's not the shining element here. Okay. All right. Yeah. This has that. been the one real in podcast. <laughs> uh so we get fast forward to this Venice premiere of the movie, don't worry, darling. And the tension is palpable. They can't even sit next to each other. They don't even want to look at each other. Yeah. Florence Pugh Famously now, infamously, yeah, not looking. You can't even make eye contact with Olivia Wilde. Yeah, at one point, I mean, they clap at each other and they do like the cute little like "yes, girl" kind of thing, and then that's it. And, yeah. and she she fucking bolts. She said that she's not doing any press for it, right? Yeah, yeah. She already confirmed she's not doing any press for it. Right. And then it appears at one point as Harry Styles is returning to his seat. You have Olivia Wilde sitting there, and then you have Chris Pine, who's just just trying to fucking make it through, man. Just trying to make it through. Every, this is fine. Yeah, this is fine the whole time. It appears that Harry Styles comes back and spits, spits, spits <laughs> in his lap. Uh-huh. It's the most, like, I'm still, I'm, sh- I'm shocked. It's like... It's been dissected like the Zapruder film. (laughs) Like, uh, I've seen it from different angles. I've seen it in slow motion. I've seen freeze frames. Yeah. Well, there's (sighs) nothing. There is nothing anyone on this planet that can tell me that is going to convince me that he didn't do that. Yeah. When you watch, I've watched it. I've watched it a hundred times. He, (laughs) one million percent, I'd stake my life on it. He definitely spit something on him. Whether it was like, I mean, I don't think he hawked a loogie in his lap, but he definitely was like a. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's obvious. It's clear as day. Yeah. In my opinion, there's not. A, it's not even a fucking debate. It's now, clear as day. I've seen the main defense, which is, it's an inside joke. He didn't actually spit on him. It was like a you know like something between them where he's like haha, puh, you know, and they were seen after that that moment laughing together and joking around and you know. Okay. So it. It seems like, at least on face value, they're on good terms. I I will more readily believe that 
than that it, he didn't do it at all. People like the you know Harry Styles stands like he didn't. No, you guys are crazy. He would never do that. Not our Harry. Like mm. no, yes, you're Harry. He <laughs> definitely did it. Now, if it was a joke, it like honestly, you saying that and and footage of them like palling around afterward, laughing and stuff. To me, first of all. I was already emboldened by my opinion that he definitely did. Sure. But now yeah. that yeah. makes it even clearer that he definitely did do it. Because if yeah. it was a joke, then – because when you watch the clip, it's so clear that yeah. he does yeah. it. You want my hypothesis here? Please. I think that it was a joke. I think it was a joke to break the tension because he knew that the understanding was everyone on this, on this, you know uh, – uh, Row hates each other. Yeah. So let me joke like I'm fighting with Chris Pine. Yeah. And act like I'm spinning on him because that's what they think. Right. We're feeling. Right. And because Chris Pine acted along like he actually got spit on. Yeah. And didn't like joke back immediately or like, oh, you knucklehead kind of thing. Yeah. It made people go, like, ooh. Dude, it, it, I mean, I was already kind of invested in the drama that was going on. And then it just jump started. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I yeah, I saw that happening. <laughs> I mean, that's what got me invested too, is because I'm like, what, what is this about this movie? Like, I saw the trailer and I was like, eh, it looks kind of interesting, I guess, but I didn't like. We don't care about this kind of stuff generally. <laughs> no, no, I don't give a fuck. But the the the, the Zabruder element of this entire thing of of highly like focusing on this one thing that happened or yeah. did not happen got me on the hook i think this is like this is what people feel this is what people who like watch like uh people who watch entertainment tonight and like people who watch reality tv shows like all the time and like the drama with these shows no matter how fabricated or like it that's i think this is what they feel it's like you want to know more you want to you want all the answers you have to speculate you're just slow dripped information sure. from from like pr reps and all kinds of yeah. it's just like but that was the other thing Chris Pine's PR was like, that's a bizarre theory. This He definitely did not do that. Yeah. It's crazy. I would much prefer him to say, like, it was an inside joke. Like, you guys are blowing this way out of proportion. Sure. I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. Well, I want the, I want a documentary about the making of this movie. I can almost guarantee there's going to be either a, like, dramatization. Yeah. Not using real names and, like, not the the real name of the movie obviously yeah. or there is going to be a book written or Something. some kind of documentary in i want just florence Pugh, like 10 Mike, to 15 Mike years jordan in the uh, last dance we're, we're like, gonna I get took that personally <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get a dramatization on fx yeah in, in like 10 years about this happening yeah uh yeah it's fucking no, crazy i can man. almost guarantee it happening you definitely see harry styles bend over do something with his mouth and then you see Chris Pine react. Yes. That's what gets me. That's a fact. Because if Chris Pine just stayed looking straight and nothing, like, acted like nothing happened, or, like, even said, like, oh, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fine. But he reacts. He stops clapping and he looks in his lap. Yeah. And then he does that face of, like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, that half smile of, like, you know I can't do anything because yeah, yeah, yeah. the cameras are on me, but I'll, I'm going to fuck you up later. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if that's if that's part of the bit, then that makes sense. Right. But like, first time I saw that video, I was like, "Yo, he is better than me," because I would have strangled. I'm him. gonna add to the hypothesis here, okay? 
It is an inside joke. He was just acting along. His publicist cannot admit to it being an inside joke because it makes it a little more clear that the perception is something is has run afoul. Oh, right, 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 so right. So it needs right, to right. be like we are not saying anything. We are not we're not uh, admitting that anything is amiss here. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Hypothesis. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, man, you should be writing these fucking PR statements. I took ad PR, so hey, well, I know a little something about something. A little, little something about something. Well, you better get those fucking, uh, excuse me, keep those gears a turning because you were going to have to write some kind of PR statement for me at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. That's, that's, that's a virtual certainty. Yeah, yeah. Once we get into uh, <laughs> the, what, not sober October? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to write the PR statements for the whole podcast. Are we gonna do that again? Are we gonna go back to the high EBVs for I October? I, yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. Is that like a yearly thing? Is that what we do? I I thought it was a fun bit, so I want to do it. Okay, but we remember we're doing the horror movies. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be one real end slash. It's true. Because I mean, it would be really fun to like get hammered and talk about these <laughs> movies, crazy yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, you may not stick to the script, but you know. Yeah. It's half the fun that's why you guys listen in the first place right yeah Yeah. so let's do that let's do a combo of it okay yeah down for that all right all right let's let's get out of here because there's no real there haven't been any real updates since everything that we just discussed nothing is nothing has come out since yeah um maybe a while until we get the truth of the matter yeah just know that chris pine's just doing his best and say so is nick kroll who i didn't know was even in the movie is he yeah he's in it i didn't know I thought he was in it, right? And that, that's thought, why he was there with them. I thought he was just, like, friendly. Nah, I'm pretty them. sure he's in the movie. You th- you think he got all dressed up just to, like, fucking pal around with yeah, the cast of a movie he's not in? He's in Venice. I don't know. Nah, I think he's in it. I don't know. We could just, just check the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a way for us to find out. If only. If only. Nick I'm pretty sure he's Kroll. in it. Don't worry, darling. It's already a search term, yeah. so... Because everybody was like, is he in this movie? What is he doing? Nick Kroll is. He, he His name is Bill. Nick Kroll's a decent actor. Oh, so. da- Dakota Johnson's in it, too. Weird. I did not know that. Yeah. Love me some Dakota Johnson. She doesn't have a credited name, though. Maybe she's, like, just a voice in it or something? Weird. Yeah. Hmm. This whole thing is weird, man. Yeah. The whole thing is all fucked up. Anyway, from... Uh, celeb fucking gossip to video game gossip. Actually, mm. this has been a this is gonna be a whole gossipy episode. Yeah, let's move on to the video game gossip. <clears throat> Break it down. Well, according to GamesIndustry.biz, um, I'll just read directly. This is an article from Christopher Dring. Microsoft has promised to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for three years beyond the current agreement between Activision and Sony, says PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan. In a statement provided to GamesIndustry.biz, Ryan says that the offer was, quote, inadequate on many levels. Um, so, as we discussed before... Uh-huh. Microsoft buying Activision yeah. could very easily lead to Call of Duty being an exclusive for Xbox and Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, PC and 
uh, Xbox. Yeah. I was on the side of saying it makes no sense for Xbox to make these games exclusive to one console because they make so much money. Yeah. Why limit it? Other than, obviously, to get people on your platform. Yeah. Um, but PC is such, like, a big platform that so many people have. I feel like the base is already covered. You're going to get somebody to buy the game anyway. Yeah. So why not leave it open to as many people as you can possibly get? Right. You, however, were on the other side saying they're definitely going to make it exclusive. Yeah. So, from my understand, this is going to go on uh, as far as uh, Call of Duty is going to be on all platforms for the next five or so years. Yeah. Given the three-year extension. That means it's going to be probably close to when the PS5 is getting long in the tooth. Right. Before Microsoft says no moss. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to stick to that. (laughs) I don't think that they're going to extend that plan. Yeah. Because I wouldn't expect Jim Ryan from PlayStation to say something so reckless yeah unless they were clearly planning on cutting off they are they the supply chain up for losing that to playstation yeah yeah or to xbox i mean they are they he's obviously getting out ahead of it and make and putting it on phil spencer and saying hey we're trying here yeah he's the one taking this it guy, away from you yeah but the thing is it's so complicated because first like no matter what Jim Ryan says about Phil Spencer or Microsoft or anything, like if you're a person who plays Xbox or PC, you don't give a fuck what Sony thinks. Of I saw a not. lot of people posting well, the link to this on Twitter. They're like, yo, Sony's getting their comeuppance for fucking doing everything, like the, the business dealings that they've done in the past. Like they're just, they're just now getting a taste of their own medicine. So when it comes to the fanboys, which I have... I just can't believe that we are in the year of our Lord 2022 and there are still the PlayStation fanboys and the Xbox fanboys and the PC mass. It's crazy that we're still doing this. And the Nintendo babies. Yeah. (laughs) You seriously will go online and fight for your console. These people don't care about you. They don't. Yeah. They want your money. Stop. (laughs) Stop caping for these people they don't care about you they would put all of us in a fucking unmarked grave as long as we gave them money first they don't care about us don't go on the internet fighting for these people okay yeah they wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire okay yeah like chris pine like chris pine you wouldn't get a harry styles loogie Mm -hmm. from some of these people most of these people okay You gotta just, you gotta stop. Right. And honestly, I mean, like, if I, I just, I just prefer the PlayStation at this point. It's not like if I had the money, I'd have all three. Sure. You know, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. fucking. I have no. I mean, generally, by the end of the like lifespan of any system, I try to have all of them. Yeah. Because it, it, I mean, it's almost better that way. Think about it. You, you stick to one. You get all the exclusives. You, you play as many things as you can on that one console and then 
when the other console's a little bit cheaper and all the games are super cheap or like you're on a, a program like PS Plus Extra or whatever, or Infinite, whatever the top tier one is. Yeah. Um, or uh, obviously uh, Game Pass. There's so many things at your fingertips when you jump into that next ecosystem right. and, and you can just catch up yeah. for cheap. Yeah. You know, like it's so easy to do that and not have to have like some kind of allegiance and, and fights in some war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for for people who don't know you exist. Right. And don't care. Yeah. But they'll fan those flames for you. Yeah. To make sure you stay loyal. Yeah, and, and shit like this. Right. Yeah. And to keep, keep caping for them. Yeah. So you get that. And, and, and I mean, for Xbox, for Microsoft, like financially, I don't think it makes sense for them to cut Sony out. But... Rep wise, if you if 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 Call of Duty becomes an Xbox exclusive, yeah. that's a big deal. It's huge, you know. Yeah. That's that's well, they're they're losing uh, so much cred with Halo. Yeah, you know the the disappointment of Forge coming super late. Yeah, and then now the the complete exclusion and cancellation of uh, Couch Co op. Yeah, that people are really looking forward to. Yeah, which you know. To be fair, I don't get because who does that? You don't that? get them shutting. Oh, yeah, right. Who does that yeah, anymore? Who, yeah. who who plays couch co-op? Nobody. I mean, I I saw one example that I was like, I understand that it was it was well, a dad a dying kid with their. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think the kid was. I hope not. Uh, but it was some dad who was like, you know, I I grew up playing Halo, and I was really looking forward to. Showing my kid, the introducing him to the, the game uh, with couch co-op on this newest version. And now I'm not going to be able to do that. And it's really disappointing to me. You see this? Yeah, I got it. This is the world's smallest violin yeah, I got it. for I that got guy it. and his it. stupid fucking kid. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to take turns. Yeah. Buy another Xbox. How about that? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, but I mean, beyond that, come on. Come on, who does that yeah. anymore? Yeah, nobody does. Nobody. That. No, I mean, in all seriousness, fuck you. No, <laughs> no, it's it's. I understand why that would be frustrating for a guy like that. Only, but you know, the, the only reason why I can kind of understand the frustration here is because the latest Halo was released unfinished. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but there were clear signs of it not being a complete game, and it had already gotten pushback delayed mm. time and time again and it was clear that they were like we can't do this again we need to put it out now yeah so on top of that they also promised that co-op was like in the plans and was guaranteed it was going to happen yeah. so anyone who bought it with the plans of playing co-op you know yeah that's fucked up sold on a lie yeah and i get it yeah that's fucked up that's fucked up yeah which so. is why you should come to Sony, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, so so with all of the bad press that they've been getting with Halo, it only stands to reason that, you know, if they're like, hey, a couple years from now, we're not going to have to worry about that because Warzone yeah. and all of those. But the thing is, like, think about how many streamers can't play the game anymore. I heard a theory. <laughs> Let me propose this theory to all you. All right. The theory is uh, Xbox will retain rights to have Call of Duty exclusively on their consoles and PC. Uh -huh. However, 
they will allow Warzone to continue multi-plat and free. Mm. So they continue to to bolster their fan base and player base because it's a, you know, th- that's what makes the game really worth playing is having as many people in there as possible. Yeah. While also making it better if you have the game. Yeah. Continuing that thing of sort of silently favoring people who have the latest game. Yeah. With the latest weapons, the latest loadouts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, it, Call of I'm Duty sure, like, exclusives and stuff. That's it's always been like a game that I thought was Xbox first, PlayStation second. I mean, well, even when you see the commercials, Xbox has always been the first person shooter console. Yeah. Always. I mean, not even first person shooter, just shooter console. Yeah. It's the American shooter console. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So. It. I mean, that's. I. I don't think that that's a good idea, though. You leave. You leave Warzone free to play. But then you like degrade the experience for anybody who's not using the console that you want them to use. Well, that you look at them and go, "Would you rather not even have this experience? Do you want to not play at all?" I mean, if somebody dangles that shit in front of me, you know me, I'm I'm, I'm spiteful. So I'm like, yeah. "Fuck you! You can fucking burn in hell. Take the take the game. Take the whole fucking thing. Get the fuck out of my face!" Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so if yeah. the if the if the if you're giving me an ultimatum, you're like, look, it's either not play it at all or play this version of it. Like, fuck you. I don't want to play it at all. Fuck <laughs> well, you. Well, you know, it, it could be like a recruitment tool. I mean, it already is. Yeah. But I mean, a recruitment <laughs> tool for people to be like, we're in the army now. <laughs> no. I like this experience. Let me get an Xbox so I can get the full benefits of it. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's a taste. It's a little taste. Yeah. Almost like a demo, but better than that. Yeah. And maybe maybe they will be so gracious as to sell. Be so gracious. To sell, like, upgrade packs for PlayStation and be like, well, you could buy an Xbox and, and, and get this automatically for free with with your game. Or you could pay us 50 bucks and, and you know, get the, this gun and that gun and this operator and, and that outfit and what. Yeah, I mean, I would continue playing slash paying if i didn't have to like honestly dude i i have really no interest in playing the multiplayer in these games anymore mm-hmm. because they're just not they're just not fun experiences they're just not they're just not fun anymore yeah battle royale is a fun mode for me so it's just even if it's frustrating and i want to break my controller and like you know jump out of a window sure. at the end of the day the battle royale experience is more fun than the multiplayer experience. And that's just my personal preference. I yeah. know that there's plenty of people out there who oh, yeah, don't I, like battle royales I at all. I disagree. Yeah. Right. I love playing multiplayer. No, yeah, I can't fucking stand it. I'm yeah. I'm so sick of it. I mean, no, let me let me say I can't stand playing multiplayer. Like I can't stand playing Call of Duty multiplayer. Battlefield right. is fun. Finally. The yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's the scale. Mm-hmm. Battle like Call of Duty is already built like a video game. And what I mean by that is like there's gamey things that you do to to success in these games, right? In the close quarters that is multiplayer modes, it's just really frustrating. You get a guy who like just camps somewhere in a corner and they just they just they run the field. They get twenty five kills in the row. They get a fucking nuke, and you're just like, "What is the point of this game?" Or every time you, they, 
players learn your spawn points, so then they spawn camp, camp there, yeah. and it's just like it's little things like that that like when you gamify it like that, it's a frustrating experience. Those sure. things happen obviously in battle royale modes, but they're at least spread out. You can at least learn them a little bit better. You can it it kind of evens the playing field. Multiplayer yeah. just like you have more room for strategy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and different strategies. You can do different. You can you can win different ways. Yeah. In multiplayer, there is one way to win, and it's just be more cracked kill, than kill, that kill. fucking yeah. So battle royales for me are just more enjoyable. On call from Call of Duty, Call of Duty, yeah. right? So I would continue playing the game if they told me like, hey, listen, we'll give you. You don't have to buy the game anymore, but you have to buy the game pass, but the game pass does include the new guns and we'll give you the guns leveled up so you can just play with, you can just stay with everybody else. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Yeah. But if they tell me like, yo, all you get is the Warzone experience. You got to drop, you got to level up these guns within Warzone, which I don't know if you know, this is an incredibly taxing yeah. experience well, because you have to drop in. And then let's say you wanted a you want to level up a certain gun. Well, first you have to find that gun. Mm-hmm. Then you have to use that gun. You have to survive with that gun. Right. That's the only way to level it up. You have to be you have to pick up a ground loop version of the gun, which is usually like no attachments on it, just a piece of shit, plastic, just paintball gun. Then you have to use that and win with that. That's the only way to level up if you don't have the current game. And that's why I don't like playing it. <laughs> Well, I mean, but, I, I but if you like play enough of multiplayer, you already have those guns. I know, uh, I know leveled up. I know, but it's just, I think the trouble I have is I don't feel enough progression. Yeah, know? there's there's zero progression. It's a fun game mode, Warzone, or I, Battle Royales. Period. I think I'm more attracted to feeling like I'm. Ugh, I have that carrot on the stick. My you know? ass. You have that what? The carrot on the stick. Yeah, yeah. I have I have your ass on a stick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not about that more so. Or in, in <laughs> I about, know. It's it's it's, it's about realized. winning. It's about winning. Yeah. All right. Winning, duh. I guess. Como se dice, winning. I just don't win enough. I guess. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. It's because you don't fucking stick with me or Juan. It's true. <laughs> Juan will get you some dubs. Yeah. He's got a pretty decent KD. As much as I hate to compliment Juan. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I love you. Uh, I think we are we're about to get into a weird space with these games. We thought we were in a weird space with exclusive games before. I think with these companies buying up all these other companies and basically making monopolies, which by the way, there's been a lot of like anti-monopoly groups criticizing these la- these these yeah. purchases and stuff. It's yeah. been like a I didn't even realize like how big of a deal i mean i knew it was a big deal but i didn't think that it was uh being criticized in the way that it that it has been mm-hmm. um, because to me i felt like if a company has enough money to just buy everything uh, and and if that if those guys are willing to sell then it's like well you know whatever like if i walked up to your door and i want a pair of shoes and you're like well they're 500 dollars and I go, I have $500. And then another yeah. person walks up and they're like, that's unethical. It's like, well, fuck you. I said I would spend it. This guy charged it. I said I would spend it. Yeah. Who, who are you? But I understand that you need 
some kind of department to come in and say that is unethical. You need that. But dollar signs win over ethics, baby. Well, I, I so mean, what's the point? What's I think the point? it's very clear when one of those major uh, pseudo monopolies is from China. Mm. So it becomes a, a more complicated China. issue. China. China. Uh, buying up a lot of, uh, I mean, a ton. They're of, buying up the games. They're buying up the, they're buying games. Up the games. Um, so, yeah, it's complicated. Certainly complicated. Yeah. But uh, I just thought it was interesting that there was a, a, a strange, like, mask off moment with Jim Ryan, who's Word. usually very. You know, uh, uh, he has a lot of tact yeah. uh, when talking to the press. Um, he even said it in the article. He's like, I thought that was private, but since he want to go crazy and then the fucking, <laughs> yeah. uh, as soon as he starts, as soon as the quote starts, you start hearing uh, Tupac in the background. <laughs> That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Since he want to talk about motherfucking private conversations. I tell you what, he said several years. What the fuck does several <laughs> years mean? Three years. West Side. What the fuck are we gonna do with three years? He said. He said, and I quote: "He said, uh, I hadn't intended to comment on why I fuck what, your bitch, <laughs> you fat motherfucker. On what? Uh, get Take money. <laughs> uh, I, I hadn't intended to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer. He said his name." Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Start over. Just read the quote again. I hadn't intended to comment on what I understood to be a private set, a discussion, but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this to the public forum. <laughs> Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. Nice. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So, I don't know. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. We'll see what a uh, whole Philly Philly uh Philly yes yeah has to say about all this. He after your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Such a disrespectful song. The most disrespectful Incredible. song. The only reason that that is not my number one greatest diss record of all time is because Tupac was too he was too good to his friends. Oh he, yeah, and he let yeah. the outlaws ruin it. Yeah, they just go on there and they just ruin. They ruin the song. They just—it's too much. Yeah, they just go in there and they just start. This is not. This is not good enough. Get out the way, yo! Get out Get the, the way, way, yo! Hey, come on, man! What are we doing? That first verse was pure poisonous vitriol. Yeah. And then we got these guys like turning. It's like a five minute song. And you're like, why does it need to be this long? Yeah, yeah. It's because these fucking. I mean, he even says so in the song. He's like, I'm going to let these little guys get you. Yeah. I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need it anymore. Go yeah. ahead. Mm. Well, he ruins it. Yeah. He ruins it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it can't be my number one. It can't be. Yeah. Not when you listen to that and then you listen to No Vaseline. You just like, it just, it's not, 
Like, no Vaseline is... I, that's my number one, by the way. I mean, mine's ether. Yeah, that's... Uh, it, it, I mean, it's it's like the the one that first knocked the socks off. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've since I've since come around on Takeover, and think that Takeover and Ether are closer than I thought when I was a kid. Sure. Because everyone tells you that Ether is, I mean, he destroyed his career and all this stuff, which obviously we know that's a lie, mm-hmm. but. I heard Ether and I heard Stillmatic before I I was a Nas fan before I was ever a Jay Z fan. Yeah, I think that's the natural progression of things. Right. Yeah. 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 At least for at least for our generation. A lot of hip hop heads yeah. uh, of our yeah definitely yeah. You, you start and then and then and then you come around on Jay G, yeah. after a while and you're like oh man I didn't realize like how good he actually is because well, you have to go back you have to go back and go like oh. He he can do that, right? But he decided not to, right? Well, and the other thing is like you have to uh, you have to appreciate the jiggy bars for what they are. Of course, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You when you're when you're our age and you're introduced to hip hop in the way that most of us were, that shiny suit era is um uh it's like it's 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 I I wish I was more fucking loquacious than this but it's bad you're loquacious by saying loquacious. <laughs> it's it's just not it's it's propped up as like like the not not like the like the best version of hip-hop like it's 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 this yeah, it's, lower it's down on. It, it, yeah 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 and, but but the but the problem is there's just so, there's like that shiny suit era and all those shiny suit albums and shit like there's so much good shit in there yeah. that you have to grow up later and realize like ah oh, you know what sometimes I just want to get I just need something to get jiggy to and yeah you know let these guys fucking floss and shit well and and that inevitably led to even more debaucherous lowbrow hip hop right which is why it's so looked down upon it's because it's like it's your fault this was the beginning of the end yeah. But, Really, I mean, uh, with time, at least for me, I look back at that fondly, and I'm, even even like the the ringtone rap era, I'm like, yeah, there's some good stuff. There. Oh, there's a ton of shit that we shitted on. That now I'm like, man, I wish I appreciated that. In the yeah, moment. I mean, fucking everything that Lil John and the East Side Boys and Yin Yang Twins did. Like, yeah. there was some stuff that was just undeniable, but there was some other shit where you're like, ah, get that out of here. But now yeah. I'm like, what was I thinking? This is awesome. <laughs> this is so much fun. It's because we're all way too self-serious yeah. and didn't know how to have a good time. Yeah. We would have fun with it, but feel bad about it doing was, so. It was an ironic thing. Yeah. When yeah. these songs are just good. Yeah. They, there's no irony involved. They're just good. Yeah. 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 We thought we were better. And we're not. We thought we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. Mm-hmm. That's the lesson here. You're not better. You're not better. Yeah. You may think you are, but, but you're, you're not. not. And no matter if it takes you a day, six months, thirty years, or thirty years, <laughs> you'll you'll soon you'll realize get there. You'll get you're there. not better. You're not better. You're not better than these kids on TikTok. You know, everybody no. thinks that they're better than these kids on TikTok. You're not. No. No. You're not. No. We were those kids on Vine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Think about it. everybody wanted to get Vine famous. I posted like three vines, and then I realized I don't have the <laughs> capacity not, yeah. to do this. I don't have the X factor. I I thought I thought to myself, and this is what I always think: like if I just 
committed and tried hard enough, I could do it. I just sure. don't want to. Yeah. That's what I always tell myself. Like, I could be in the NBA right now. Yeah. I just don't want to. You know this is like a real – this is a real thought that I have. Mm. That if I – I have the talent, I just don't have the drive. Sure. You have the capacity to do something great, but you just – I just don't. Aren't committed enough to do it. Right. Yeah. I've always felt like – yeah. I could have made it to the NBA if I just worked harder. It's funny you say that because I, I, I was gonna say felt. I feel the same way <laughs> because I, I've I've realized something within me. I think we've talked about this on the show before, but mm. I am easily inspired, but also easily distracted. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. I will start a million things that I'm I feel like is gonna be the thing. Yeah and stop them all <laughs> like <laughs> midway through if that far yeah so i agree yeah <laughs> i feel the same way yeah i could have done something great i could have been a contender if i just I stuck to something I, I mean at least we have this we do have this and we've stuck to this we have stuck to this we appreciate you sticking to this uh-huh dear listener Stick or viewer this. and or viewer uh what was the last thing oh the lord of the rings thing okay so moving on to even more nerd, gossipy controversy. Nerd news. Nerd news. Your source for nerd news. The new Lord of the Rings TV show, The Rings of Power, has debuted on Amazon Prime to glowing reviews and being uh, one of their most, no, their most successful debut, debut. of all time. And good for them because... It's a billion-dollar show. Yeah. They need to start recouping that shit. So Insane. But also, what else has debuted on there that would have any kind of... Oh, that's a good question. What's an Amazon original show? Well, The Boys is an Amazon original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Invincible is an Amazon original. Fleabag. Yeah. Well, those Jack Ryan shows. Wheel of Time. <coughs> Reacher. What the fuck that is. Jack Reacher, yeah. Uh, Outer Range. <coughs> Terminalist. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's the uh, the Chris uh, Hemsworth. Or not Hemsworth. What's his name? Chris. Uh, uh, the, the, the Star Lord, man. Oh, the worst Chris. Yeah. I love Chris Pratt. I know, me too. Chris yeah. Pratt. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Uh, oh, man, the High Castle. I forgot all about that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was saying, like, I've watched so many Amazon shows that just don't exist anymore. Yeah. And they're right, because, like, once Amazon's done with a show, they just fucking they just throw it in the garbage, man. Uh, the Expanse, uh, Marvelous Ms. Maisel. None of these shows have the, have the power of Lord of the Rings. Bosh. Bosh. <laughs> Goliath, starring Billy Bob Thornton. Hunters. Yeah, I mean, like, all these are, like, one and done. Yeah. Or not all of them, but a lot of them. <laughs> Like good shows, a lot of them are like limited series. Yeah, good good shows, but none of, none of them none of them are the rings of power. Right. So the show comes out, and uh, of course, you know it's got its critics, it's got its detractors, and all that jazz. And people who are Tolkien fans, Tolkien stands, nerds who have spent their entire lives uh, translating Elvish and all this stupid shit. Sure. And they that's the way to get in this topic <laughs> by demeaning uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they started it. OK. The show uh, has been doing well. 
and then and then you know you you get a full list of the cat you get a full look of the cast rather and it's a pretty diverse cast yeah There's so, a, i mean especially for a uh, middle earth set story yeah we haven't seen many people of color in have we seen any lord of the rings uh, i i don't want to say no because i don't know for sure but i don't think so definitely yeah. not in the main cast i can't think of any they're all not in the main cast for sure whitest human beings i've ever seen <laughs> it's true I mean, El- is, elves are very white i mean is there and is there a, uh, and and this is i mean no offense by this yeah but is there a whiter human being on the planet than elijah wood i mean he has to be one of the whitest human beings ever made yeah yeah right yeah, I think of him as like a, a a wood nymph, you know. Yeah, like he just came from the earth. And Yo, Obi, that makes him whiter. That's, <laughs> yeah, what, that's what I'm saying. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was built to be Frodo. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's perfect. Like Orlando Bloom strikes me as like not like he's white, but he's not like white. <laughs> he's exotic white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like Viggo Mortensen sure. is like technically he's darker white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, um, uh, guy who plays Gandalf, Ian Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen yeah, um, he's gay. He's gay, so he's not like Something. really white. Yeah, you know he's white. He's definitely sure. like super white. But Kate like, Blanchett, she's very very white. Yeah, Kate Blanchett is super white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a really white cast. Very white. Yeah, yeah. And now you have this TV show with like this super diverse cast. You got a Latino. You've got some black folks. Mm-hmm. You got. I mean, it's it's uh, and and hey, you know, surprise, surprise, the nerds aren't happy about seeing <laughs> some, some, not all. Right? Okay, I don't. I, I, I believe the vast majority are fine with it. Yeah, it's good. I, I don't want to make it a blanket statement of like yeah. every fan of this show is upset that yeah. they're seeing colored folk, but let's just say some of them are. Okay, and I guess really that's. I guess that's the thing, right? That that really is the crux of this. Is imagine if CNN and ABC and Twitter and all these places just ignored those people who who were upset about this? Because like, if it truly is a fringe of the fan base, yeah, do we even need to acknowledge it? Because there's always going to be shitty people saying shitty things yeah. about. These these types of shows they see diversity and it's wokeifying and it's fucking you see a gay person it's like oh it's fucking gay agenda or whatever. There's always gonna be people say I'm not saying that those people don't need to be corrected. Of course they do, but we 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 just give more power to these the the people with these opinions by highlighting them all over the media. Yeah, but that's the thing is like so much of media is based on people going that sucks yeah that's a crappy thing to say are you kidding me yeah click right money right you right, know? right 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 it's so of course it's that. never it's never gonna stop the the clickbait is is yeah. built upon i mean and that's that's the real outrage culture if you ask me you know it's people going i am asking you <laughs> thank you <laughs> it, it, it's people who are of sound body and mind who see something ridiculous and go, that's outrageous. Right. And click, you know, it's not people overreacting at things. It's, it's a, a, a minutia of a fan base or political party or whatnot apply where needed 
that react to something that overreact to something actually yeah that make the headline that cause the vast majority of of us level-headed people to go that's crazy yeah. let me learn more <clears throat> right and that causes us to get upset and to maybe respond uh, with the assumption that a lot of people feel this way when that's usually not true yeah you know i think yeah. it's very important to remember that the vast majority of people i feel aren't crazy we're seeing the fringes of of humanity because of the internet mm-hmm. and because of media that promotes this kind of stuff because that's what makes people click. Or an alternative <coughs> is that there's more shitty people than we realize. I mean, that's true. That's true, but I, they're not the majority. I think. <laughs> I hope. I don't know. I don't no. know. I'd no, like to probably think. not. I'd like probably to not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But uh, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Because uh, this seems to happen every time that there is. I mean, okay, so let's just say, like, the, 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 the main crux of their argument is that Tolkien was pretty clear about what an elf or a Harfoot or, like, whatever. Orc. He was pretty clear about what these beings looked like. Sure. And uh, uh, who's the director? Jackson. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Yeah. Nailed the look in his movies. Mm-hmm. And so to stray away from that is a pretty obvious grasp at diversity and wokeness. Wokeness. Right. 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 So then you have people on the other side who are like, he wasn't that clear about what these things would look like. And also, Middle Earth isn't real. So they could look like anything. Sure. Because it's not a real place. Right. Even though it is based on a real place, it's not a real place. He created this world, and anything could be possible in a yeah. made-up world. Sure. And so the idea that you need to this cast needs to look a certain way is like, but it doesn't, though, because... There's no base. There's no fact that it's based in. Well, and, you know, I I understand why people would get the idea that this is moored in something true, something real, because Tolkien famously, like, took from a lot of real history um, of, you know, human history and uh, obviously his own experiences in war and, and all these things that. Make it feel like a real lived-in place. Yeah. However, it is still fantasy. Right. <laughs> so it's not real. It's not real. It's, it's not, not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. I I totally get why people would be upset if it's not meeting their vision of what Tolkien intended, but this is a derivative years after his death, and it can still be true to the the lore and the story. While also introducing new faces and and people and races and 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 things into this world, yeah, that you know make it more true to today and is more representative for the people today who who do enjoy fantasy. Yeah, fantasy is no longer this like niche thing that is is in basements and you know only for white kids. Yeah. 
and that's a good thing. Well, and it and that's the the thing that people don't seem to realize is that it's never been only for white kids. We have just never seen ourselves in any of these things. Yeah. And so yeah. it's really hard to relate or to see yourself in these properties because we never have. So the idea that we're taking something from these people or that we're changing things in a way that's like detrimental to the story. It's like, are they a good actor? Did they portray the character properly? Did you get the story that you wanted to get? Yeah. So then what's really the issue here? Sure. You know, your, yeah. your, your sense of, or I guess your belief in what beauty is, your, your sense of like, I just people's argument that when you when you do this, it's pretty like I see a lot of people who think that like there's a quote unquote level headed way of looking at this, which is that like, hey, listen, it's not that they're black. It's that, you know, when you put a black person in a thing or a Spanish person or an Asian person or what have you, when you change the race, your race baiting just to show just just to put them in the thing Mm -hmm. right you're not really advancing the story you're not it doesn't and it doesn't enhance the experience all all you're doing is trying to diversify the cast to meet some kind of quota or some kind of agenda let me just say this maybe there is an agenda right maybe there is a race agenda or a gay agenda or anything like that okay if the experience isn't degraded i.e. putting a bad actor in a thing just to fill a quota yeah then what's the problem i don't have any issue with seeing gay people on my tv i don't have any issue with seeing white black asian native american indigenous people anything if they are playing the role to perfection if they're good if they're good in the role yeah and most importantly if the race doesn't matter, mm-hmm. because I like to see, I see people like to argue the inverse, like, oh, well, what if Wakanda was filled with black people or white people? And it's like, <laughs> you, what if, what if Wakanda <laughs> was full of black people? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? Uh, and, and, and that argument always falls flat for obvious reasons, but it's like, they, that's, that's what they like to prop up. Can I just say, I, I despise the fact that we have to explain these things like these people are children. You know? Like, it's so clearly ignorance because they want to stay ignorant. Yeah. Like, it's so very clear that they're not trying to understand. When you say, oh, what if if Black Panther were white? You you know. You know that's a ridiculous thing to say. Absolutely. If the character... Like, if Captain America was tied to his whiteness, it'd be a different story. Right. He's, it's not. Right. I mean, Batman is not tied to his whiteness. Superman, dare I say, <laughs> is not tied to his whiteness. A black, a black Superman? Superman? Those characters have nothing to do with their color. Yeah. The reason why Black Panther's Black Panther and why it's special is because there weren't many strong black superheroes yeah that weren't just you know cliches 
So the fact that the fact that Black Panther was necessary at all is indicative of the lack of representation at the time. Yeah. You know, and obviously this representation representation got better and better as we got more and more people writing and producing and directing things that are supposed to be representative of the people that they're depicting on screen. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you see that with like Shang-Chi, you know, yeah. which was originally a terribly racist stereotype of an Asian person. Yeah. But now it's this powerful, empowering thing. And I don't know how you, you could possibly in good faith prop up an argument like what if, what if Black Panther were white? Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. We're wasting our time here. Right. Like, there's no legs in that argument to stand on. And it's just like I, anybody who any, – every time I see that on Twitter or if I see it at, in part of any kind of discourse, I immediately just click away because there's no reason. You're, that kind of person, you're not going to have an intelligent discussion about this kind of stuff. Yeah. With. That's the first thing that they go to is like, what? If, well, how come I can't have white entertainment television? It's like, well, then we're not going to have – uh, 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 we're not going to be able to have yeah, a conversation, intelligent conversation about this. Yeah. And and you know, I can see people saying, "Well, you know, uh, wh- which which white superhero is like needs to be white then because those are like the main white superheroes, right?" Right. I mean, even um, oh, uh, 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 Peacemaker. Peacemaker needs to be white because his dad's a, a Peacemaker white, has to be is white. a white supremacist. Yeah. And and part of his story is coming out of that, yeah, and not being a racist person and learning better, you know, yeah, that couldn't well, be a black person. But the other thing is, like, most of the time that they change the races of any of these characters, they always change. It's never like like Clark Kent is not a black guy, mm-hmm. you know, like the black Superman is a different dude. Yeah, anytime you see like black black uh uh, uh Batman, it's a different guy. It's not Bruce Wayne that has become black. Right. You know, the black Spider-Man is Miles Morales. He's a sure. different guy. Sure. You know, that, that's the other thing is like, oh, now we have to have like a but It's like, well, we, we can't have one. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even go that far. I mean, I would be totally fine seeing a black Clark Kent, you know, like doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. But, but I'm just saying like the argument that they always prop up is that like you're changing the thing. Oh, and, the and fake thing that somebody made up? Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. is that what we're changing? Yeah. Well, we're, nine times out of ten, they're not even changing it. They're just adding to the lexicon of, like, characters that you can be a fan of. Like, we're not taking anything from you. Right. You know? Well, and that's, I mean, even to say, like, if there were to be a black Clark Kent, does it erase the entire, hi- the 100 plus year history no. of Superman as a character. Exactly. Does suddenly all of your comic books of white Superman disintegrate into dust? Right. Is that what happens? Is there suddenly yeah. never going to be a white Superman again? Right. Gasp. Gasp. You know, like, well, and, and, what, and what are you afraid of? All it would do of? is just enhance the, the, it would just add more struggle to this character who, by the way, doesn't have a lot of things to fucking struggle with. So, but we're not going to get into yeah, yeah. black we, we've, Superman. We've done that. We've black done that. Superman. Black Superman. It's, it, we're, we're just, we're just at this place where it's like any, any entity, any conglomerate, any company that decides to have a diverse cast, they are now going to be levied some kind of criticism of um, being too woke 
or trying to uh, 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 meet some kind of agenda. Yeah, it's just we're we're now at this place. Appease where, the radical left. Yeah, I just I just think that it's 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 inevitable now. It's the kind of criticism that's always going to get levied at any show. If it has a female lead, if it has a diverse cast, it's always going to be well. Blah, 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 blah. There's a Muslim person in this. Yeah. So I just I, I'm not one of these people who's like ignore them, they'll go away. Because fuck them, you know? But yeah. I am also kind of getting to a point where I'm like, how many times are we going to read this article? How many times are you going to write that article before we just kind of acknowledge that, like, that's part of nerd culture, and you're like, those are people who are always going to have something to say. True. I'm not saying don't defend yourself, these, these actors and actresses and writers and directors if they feel the need to say something, then say something. But at, at the same time, I'm just getting to a point where I'm like, is the show good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well then I don't care right. what racist Billy Bob has to say about there being like a Latino lead in a show. I don't care. Like yeah. I'm not going to acknowledge that guy's opinion anymore. It just right. doesn't fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, is the show good. Yeah. Like if it's a bad show, and the actor's bad, then I'll be like, he's bad, but it has nothing to do with him being Hispanic. Like, he's <laughs> right. just bad. Right, right. But if it's a good show and he just so happens to be Hispanic. It took a good white man's job. <laughs> just, That's what it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The millions of jobs out there for, for uh, white actors. We we came in and took one of them, and they were like, how, how dare, dare you? you? Yeah, I just that, – that's how I feel. I'm yeah. just like – I'm not saying don't fight. We need to continue the good fight. I'm just saying at some point we just have to go – like, are we going to continue that fight? Yeah. Like, fuck that guy. The yeah. show's going to make a ton of money. These actors are going to use this to launch pad into bigger and better careers. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome for most of them. Yeah. Now, I, I will say I I do think that the media sets a lot of these minority actors up mm. uh, by saying, this is the first transgender whatever actress on... A soap opera or something, yeah. you know, like things that are important on face value, but also set up and they, this is the thing, like, I don't mind that headline. I think it's fine. I think it's good that we acknowledge these things, but at the same time, I, th I know for a fact, thank you, that they do that knowing full well, they're going to get the vitriol from people and start a fight. Right. That's not now I'm saying they're banking on it. Absolutely. And it's so craven that they do that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that they need to cater to the hate-filled people who are going to come out anyway whenever someone says that. But I would much rather the headline not be that this is the first Mexican-American to do this thing. Yeah. And as opposed to that, say, new star, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> I know brand new star. Yes. Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Estevez. A Mexican Emilio Estevez. Benicio del Toro. Yes. Um, this young up and coming actor. Yes. Um, is awesome in this role. As, as And then, you know, in the body copy saying he happens to be the very first of X, Y, and Z. Right. You know, I, I don't think that we should hide these things. I think that they deserve to be praised and, and uh, uh, celebrated. But at the same time, I don't want to see media taking advantage of minorities in that way. Yeah. And making them targets and doing so knowing that they're just going to get profit off of it because that feels disgusting to me. Yeah. I don't know how you fight that. I don't know. I mean, 
that's a solution. But at the same time, it also feels like you're shirking away from, you know, praising these things. Right. So I don't have the solution. <clears throat> I just think sometimes they are really set up to fail because they write an intentionally air quote woke headline yeah. to ruffle the feathers of the right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a difference between like highlighting and and uh, praising these people and basically exploiting them, and the balances and the talent of the writers and the people and the editors and the people who you know decide how these things are going to be perceived. Sure, you know, and that's that's on them, and it's always been on them. It's always been on the media to balance these things out, and they never do. They always, I mean, it's the one thing that like I think. Everybody on any every political spectrum can agree upon. It's like the media's fucking. Oh, oh no. no! How? Why? How long does it usually take to do that? I mean, we usually get like two, two and a half hours out of it. Oh no! It's yeah. getting worse. Yeah. Well, anyway, the battery's probably degrading. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, the the Sony batteries are like notoriously shit. Yeah. So, well, okay. Well, the rest of this is going to be. Uh, well, you're seeing a puppy dog right now. We're going to put a puppy dog picture here. Yep, yep, yep. We're gonna we're gonna put old Bo up there. Rest in peace. Oh, that my, that's my good. Beautiful. We need to make a mock up of Bo being like the <laughs> like the picture of uh, when when they're like biting a a, a wire. Uh-huh. And saying like technical difficulty. <laughs> oh yeah 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 like the Simpsons yes. like yeah yeah. Uh, I like we, that. we need to get a mock-up of him with that like background. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, memorialize. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. It's a good idea. All right, fuck it. Let's uh, let's get into the cheers. Cheers let's of get the, the week. So, cheers of the week. Obi, you want to start us off, my friend? I would love to. All right, rock and roll. Uh, my cheers of the week is going to Jordan Peele's Nope. Okay. Uh so. I did not see it in theaters, which now I'm kicking myself for. Yeah. Uh, but I did shell out the 20 bucks it costs to rent it. Okay. <laughs> um, and sitting here today, I think, and mind you, this is very tentative. I want to go back and, and, you know, clarify. But tentatively, I think the best Jordan Peele movie to come out Ooh, so far okay okay um i saw a lot of reviews and you know i i kind of try to stay away from a lot of the press a lot of the reviews out of fear of of losing the mystery of the movie because i feel like this one more than really any of his other movies was so based on spoilers yeah like the mystery of what the movie's actually about mm. and i'm so glad i did I'm so glad I wasn't spoiled. I mean, I would have even preferred not seeing any like art for it. Like I, I want, I wish I could have gone in completely blind to this yeah. movie. Um, I loved it. It 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 is incredibly scary at times. It's very tense, very funny, uh, extremely well acted. I love Daniel Kaluuya. Um. Yeah, Kiki Palmer, incredible. Mm. I 
I'm on a high from the movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. It exceeded my expectation, um, which were high. And honestly, I've been waiting for the other shoe to fall for Jordan Peele. Uh, I've been waiting for him to fail. I've been waiting for the moment where, like, I'm like, ah, you know. Why? He's not He's not the, the auteur that we're hoping him to be. Why? What's the matter with you? Because I've been hurt so many times in the past. <laughs> I'm so afraid. You just want him to have a bad movie? So I you don't. Can, like, no, no, no. I don't. Don't misunderstand me right now. I'm misunderstanding. I don't want him to fail. I want him to continue to make incredible movies, and I think he's going to. Yeah. I'm just afraid when a, a director, a writer-director gets too much praise too quickly. Uh-huh. And I think that uh, Get Out was such a head turner, such an incredible like introduction to what this guy can do outside of comedy that I was afraid that it was a flash in the pan. Mm. I was afraid it was going to lead to like diminishing returns, <sighs> which is not true, at least to this point. And yeah, not so far. Yeah, I uh, I'm so I, I think I'm almost relieved at how good Nope is, um, because I want I want his string to continue going. Like yeah. I, I I want I want a win streak for Jordan Peele because I'm all in. I love it. I love what he's doing. I like this one way more than Us, which I really liked. Yeah. And right now it's kind of neck and neck with Get Out, but I need to rewatch Get Out because I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. But. All right. Supremely enjoyable movie. Okay. Uh, watch with your friends. <laughs> Have a good time. All right. I love that. love that. I mean, I was going to go. I was. I mean, I've been meaning to see it. I wanted to see it in theaters and then just like just never. Yeah. Just uh, never that's what happened with me too. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of kind of came and went. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> my cheers of the week is going to uh, the start of the NFL season. Dun, 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 dun. Ladies and gentlemen, we've already had a couple of college football games, and that's that kind of that kind of wets your whistle. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, especially that FSU game. Oh, my God. I mean, that FSU, that's why I wore the hat. Now I, you can't I, see it anymore. But you've, uh, hopefully yeah. you've watched up until this point and you would see the hat. That's why I yeah. wore it. Uh, what a fucking tremendous. Oh, my God. Uh, nail-biting, heart-wrenching. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was drama-filled. Yeah. One of the best games I've ever seen, yeah. honestly. One of the best so, endings. So uh, dramatic. Whoa, it was amazing. Yeah. FSU, LSU. And Incredible. that... That is just that is just the start, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. because here we are, full swing, September, going into the fall season, and what do we got? We got we got the NFL. We got college football. We're about to go into the playoffs of baseball. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've got we've got these uh pro am uh uh Euro League games of basketball. Mm-hmm. This is like the best time Halloween of the year. Horror nights. We got Halloween Horror Nights, of course. Yeah. This is the best time of year for sports right now. It'll really maybe like a month or a month or so. It'll yeah. be like the yeah. best time of year. Sure. Sweet spot. And I and uh uh just just yeah, just cheers to the idea of like finally I get to sit around. And I, I you know, hopefully the next couple of Sundays, hopefully just 
for 17 weeks <laughs> i have sunday off uh-huh. and i get to sit on my ass and just get a pub sub uh-huh yeah. i've already i've already drafted my teams nice okay and i feel pretty good about my drafts yeah. you got joe flacco i did not but i actually i'm thinking about grabbing him for the first like couple of because he's gonna he's gonna start for the first what four weeks yeah for uh zach wilson comes back yep. so i think i might snap him up and throw him on the bench and see what he does uh but it's just exciting man just fun just have something to do on sundays yeah have something to watch i can't wait it's comforting right it is yeah it's just like a it's a warm blanket it is it is so cheers to that indeed all right before we get out of here we gotta talk about these brewskis so let's get into it the owls aren't real (laughs) (laughs) amazing The, the owls the owl the owls they're not real from Tactical Brewing Company, a dry hop sour ale. And Unseen Creatures. Thank you. And Unseen Creatures, a collaboration uh, with notes of papaya, apricot, and vanilla. So, Obesius, what did you think, my friend? Uh, I thought it was good. We're not very uh, high on sours generally. Uh, I feel like this is another another good one for people who aren't the biggest sour fans yeah yeah yep, yep, yep. uh most of those flavors come through um i mean especially that vanilla at, at first honestly i was concerned because <clears throat> i thought it may have lactose in it because <laughs> oh uh, yeah right of how like sweet and smooth it was yeah but no problem so yeah, far look it up knock on wood i haven't seen anything about lactose in it so mm-hmm. i think we're good um but that just goes to show like how how kind of balanced it is away from that general sourness doesn't quite hit the highs of the uh the uh uh what the, the de- dead words the dead words one yeah 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 what was that one called again don't remember oh but it was tremendous yes 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 um but still pretty good uh, I would recommend this to anyone who's not a big sour fan. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I think it, the only thing that's keeping it a little bit lower is because it almost asks for a bit more sweetness. Yeah, it would have done better with lactose in it to bump it up a little bit more. Yeah, to level it out and make it just that hint more sweet. Mm. But I do appreciate the fact it doesn't have lactose because, uh, as a weak stomach fella, <laughs> I can drink this one. Yeah, sure. That just says as a weak stomach fella. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four, and I and I'm gonna say I think it's pretty solid. I would I would prefer it to be actually more sour. Interesting. <laughs> Excuse me. What a twist. I know. Uh, I just feel I'm feeling like the the um, the papaya and the apricot they're coming through, but they're a little more they're a little too subtle. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, I think that like the first sip I got like the vanilla immediately hit yeah. my palate. Yeah. Um, the rest of it kind of came through afterward. I feel like if they if they went a little bit harder on the fruit sours, a little more tart, a little more like you feel that on the back of your mm-hmm. jaw kind of mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. feeling with that vanilla in there, I think you might have yourself you know maybe four and a half, maybe five, mm. maybe five sour. Okay. Uh, but as it stands, I think it's just a little too, a little too subtle on the on the uh, fruit sours there. Vanilla is a little too front facing Dominant. on it. Um, but that's not to say that it's not 
delicious. It's really good. And if you like sours, like you said, so I think it's a good starter sour. If you want to yeah. start getting into it, the subtlety of it, kind of work your way up to weirder ones, more tart ones, more like real sours. Yeah. Uh, funky. So funky little joints. Little, little funky joints. But I think, yeah, this is a good place to start. But uh, I don't know if this was intended to be, you know, an off the bench kind of starter mm. or if this is like supposed to be like their flagship guy. I doubt it because it's a collab. So most collabs are pretty limited uh, situations. Yeah. So, but still. Yeah. Could be better. Could. Could be worse. It could be worse. It definitely could be worse. <laughs> I think we both agree it could be worse. We've had worse sours. We've definitely had worse sours. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, just to clarify, the Sangriel is the dead word. Sangriel. That we rated very highly. What do we got? Five and a half? Five and a half. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But uh, these are available at Tactical Brewing if you're here in Central Florida. So I uh, recommend going and checking them out if that sounds interesting to you. All right. Right on. Right on. We keep on rocking in the free world. Doot, 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 doot. Doot, doot. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast. I'm still looking at the camera even though it's off. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening.